Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. As I said, a story told. Baby, now I got the flow. Cause I know it from the start. Baby, when you broke my heart. That I had to come again. And show you that I'm winning. Your love's a mine. All those times I said that I love you. Your love's a mine. Yes, I try. Yes, I try. Your love's a mine. Even though you know I die for you. Your love's a mine. Yes, I try. It's the official final day of 2022 Broncos training camp. Greg Penners got a game plan, and Condi killed it. All on an Arenado getting even, on to the preseason, throwback Thursday edition of the yeah. program. Let's go. Oh, my goodness gracious. Who do you think you are? I am. That's right. What, what it do, baby? Yeah. Hey, guys. Hey, Alex. What's up, buddy? What's up, Danny? How, What's going how are you on? doing today? How's oh. life treating you? How's life treating me? Yeah. Uh, life's treating me pretty well. Good, Got good. no complaints this week. Nice, nice. Are you a complainer usually or do you know? No, I, I'm not I'm not an excuse guy. Okay. So just another day. Danny Bailey was just like a ray of sunshine. Uh, Jake, though, would complain about everything. So I'm wondering if you fall right in the middle or what your kind of perspective on life and love is. I'm, I'm a positive guy. I like to have a positive outlook on things. He's a, he's a fun guy. I'm a fun guy. <laughs> uh, why you're looking for that? Uh, I'm a fun guy. Um, okay, so the Cowboys will be here today. They're here. Okay. Cowboy up. Dak. Uh, Micah Parsons, a generational talent, potentially. Got Ezekiel in the house. You got um, a team that has got as kind of as many stars, as much star power as I think any team in the entire league. So you know what's the what's the problem with them? Well, and then it's got to be you got to scheme it, you got to coach it, you got to play call it, and got to make believers out of these guys, you know themselves. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. The Cowboys are like I. You just expect them to fall flat at some point in the season. You don't really ever expect the Cowboys. You're just waiting for like the, you know, the roof to collapse in on them. And, um, you know, that's it. But this is a really good test for the Broncos. Um, probably going to get a lot of good work in here today. Get a little rest tomorrow. And then we got preseason game on Saturday, right here? Saturday at 7 p.m. Okay. So yeah, you know it's 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 happening. The pre the the training camp is kind of over, you know, and at least from us doing the show there live, and for the fans being able to go out and you know walk right into the to the building and, and get a, a glimpse at their favorite players. Um, yeah, I'm ready for the preseason. It's the next step. It's the next phase. Want to go see it? Uh, well, again, uh, Coach Hackett said yesterday, might have been the day before, he's comfortable with Russell Wilson not playing a snap of preseason football. That seems to be the trend. And, you know, we said that. We've said that before. I think, I say, again, to the Broncos just sold for about $5 billion. So we're talking about a $5 billion, you know, 
company, so to speak, in um, you know, in a league of thirty of these other kind of companies in a league that's got to be worth uh, you know hundreds of billions of dollars. The NFL, okay. So we're just talking about big business, big business at its like highest level and highest form. So my team has about ten guys that are so important to the big picture success of the team, okay? What I've called these guys in the show over the years is pillars, okay? These guys, Alex, are holding the whole freaking thing up. They're holding the whole thing up. Tim Patrick goes down, you're kind of one less guy strong. Those other players have to do a little more heavy lifting in order to be great still. And um, the rest of the players, you have to find somebody to kind of step up. So there, you know, I got uh, from, I mean, let's talk about it. We got Russell, we got Garrett Bowles, we have Cortland, and we have Jerry Judy. Okay, right? Um, We have uh, maybe Quinn Miners. We have, who else in the offense? Obviously, the two running backs, Melvin and Javante. They don't play. None of those guys play a snap. I probably play Dulcich. I probably play every other guy. I play every other guy in the offense. Okay, because those guys, we still have to get work in. We still have to, you know, make a roster spots. There's some decisions to be made. And then on defense, I don't play. Obviously, you know, Randy Gregory. I don't play Josie Jewell. I don't play the. Um, I don't play Justin Simmons. I don't play Sertan. I do not play Ronald Darby. I do not play like Draymond Jones. Some of those D line guys. Yeah, I probably like Draymond Jones and Malik Reed. Uh, who am I leaving out? Am I leaving anybody else out? That's kind. Of, I mean, like, so that's fifteen guys. They don't play, and if they do play, it's it's just a little bit. And it's just to see how it looks at full speed, maybe next to a particular guy in um, against something that they want to see a, him, you know, a look against. I don't know. These guys are just so valuable. Do you know what? If you want to, I, I'm willing to for someone to come in and say, these guys got to play. We've got to tune it up. How are we going to win a championship? These guys are ready to go. And let's trim that list to the, the most elitist of guys like, um, Cortland, uh, like maybe you'd play Javante, like maybe you'd play Melvin Gordon, maybe Melvin Gordon, not Javante. You know, it's gonna it seems kind of cold blooded, but it's just the real true worth and value of a guy to the team. So maybe you do get Melvin a little work if you because he didn't come to any off season stuff and he plays that game. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, say you don't play Russ and Garrett Bowles. Cortland, Jerry, that's it. Say everybody else plays, okay? Then on the defensive side, Pat, Justin. Probably Kareem Jackson doesn't play. Yeah, he's an old man, and that's it. Maybe that's it. Every, and Josie, Jewel, like theoretically. Um, that's it. That's it. Everyone else plays. So then your list is down to like your 10 most important guys. I'd be willing to hear an argument for that, but that's it. It's like, I know we're desperate to see it. We want to see Russell Wilson more than anything, throw the ball down the field in a Broncos uniform 
having it matter, you know, count for something. But guys, preseason doesn't matter at all. It just doesn't matter. And I think like, you know, we're having our discussion yesterday, how like everyone thinks back in my days better and how it's like, you know, what was better about it when the medicine sucked and, uh, you know, when, you know, you could, when travel was very difficult and when like everything, you know, just the, the, this day, it, it, today's better than it was yesterday. If you're trying to live longer, I guess, and have a more fulfilled life. I mean, are people on their phones stuck on their phones and all that too much? Probably. Yeah. But I guess my point is back in the day, guys, where when players in the off season, when the football season was over, guys would go like sell insurance or like go wrestle like on the carnival wrestling circuit. And you know, that's the kind of stuff they did to kind of for one supplement income. And they, the football was over. Their body, they rested their bodies. Football players now, at the end of the season, guys may take a couple few weeks off or hit the Bahamas or one, two, three Cancun or whatever it is. But it's like they're getting back to work. It's a full-time job 24-7 in order to maintain and in order to, in a league where you can, your contract can be terminated at any moment. You're, and you got a million guys breathing down your neck trying to take it from you. It's, um, yeah, it's a full-time proposition. So my point is, I think that guys are ready to go. Guys are ready to play. I mean, is the tackling going to be It's at its best the first few weeks of the NFL season? Nah. But that's what the league wants anyways is offense. This is, the you know, this is, <laughs> if the league wanted a different brand of football, we would have a different brand of football. The holding calls, the, you know, the way they protect these quarterbacks to, to the to the extreme, to the fullest, because they're the most important guys. They're the ones who are putting the butts in the seats. I mean, it's like we pretend we didn't matter the last five years. The Broncos, we pretended to like we mattered, or like we were like coming up to something. Oh, we're coming up. Oh yeah, Keenum Flacco. Oh okay, Drew Locke. He's got Moxie, <laughs> but like we didn't matter. Now we totally matter at the highest level. So I'm excited about that. It's happening, and it's about to go down, guys. Can't wait. Yes. So, yeah, I just think that I don't need to see a lot more of all these guys because they're ready to go here in what will be now a month and a day. A month and a day till we have the Seahawks. You're good at times and dates and stuff like that. When do we play the Seahawks in the opener? September 12th. You got it. A month and a day, exactly. Yeah, month and a day. Month and a day, bro. Yeah, bro. Okay, so 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. To throw back Thursday, we're going to hit. I mean, Alex was so good yesterday with the hits. It was funny. He was good. Um, he's a fun guy. No, um, yeah, we want to hear from you guys. Join the conversation. 303-831-1340, the hotline as well as the text line. We uh, can be found at milehighsports.com. You can watch the show at milehighsports.com. Okay. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, 98.1 FM, 107.5 HD3. I never really mentioned the Mile High Sports app. Nice app. Um, but I recommend you go check that out as well. Lots of ways to get involved with the show. No excuses. Turn it up. Hey, it's Ronnie, Ricky, Bobby, and Mike. How'd you find this little new edition piece? Was this in my folder or you just came up with this? Uh, Just came up with it. Okay. Yeah. This in the Irvin Joe f- folder? No? Uh, that one has been deleted. Are you being serious? That yeah, we had to we had to clear some space, oh. so it's gone. 
Oh. Uh, we should have saved some of that. I know, I know, but it uh, wasn't my call. Nate, was it? I uh, I don't know. Ronnie. Couldn't tell you. Was it the just not me. Vanilla. Was it Vanilla? Told you. Sure. Let's say. It. Let's okay. Say yeah. It. Yeah. Okay. Danny Williams and Alex Becker is producing the product on a Throwback Thursday edition of the program. It's Molly Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Dang. Hammer time? Let's get this. I like that. It's fun on a throwback Thursday. Kind of sad that this is what music was like back in my day, but, uh, man. Like, for about uh, two summers, my whole wardrobe, you could call it, was like hammer pants. But what it was simply was crazy colored sweatpants. You know what I mean? Like baggy sweatpants that were kind of like lighter material than a sweatpant. Um, looked like, you know, different colors. And then like what one of those colors, plain color matching shirt on top. So I might have like a black, purple, yellow thing going with like a yellow shirt on top. And that was just like the look for a couple Dang, years. Dang, that's dope. Yeah. You I like, like that? that. I do, yeah. Like looks kind of in right now. I mean, we got Andy from Culture Street. He comes in with like all these colors of the rainbow. I'm like, okay. The Pride Week? No, I'm just kidding because all the colors. Right. <laughs> yeah, like no. You know, my father's gay. Um, so where were we at here? 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. We got a lot to talk about. The Cowboys are in town and the Broncos new ownership group was introduced yesterday. And I'll tell you, I started the show yesterday. It was kind of like a downer. I got myself going a little bit on how I just was not impressed, and I wanted to be blown away. I wonder my socks knocked off from hearing Rob Walton and Greg Penner, okay? Well, yesterday, I think they got it right. They delivered. You could tell that they got a little bit coached up by Patrick Smythe. Rob Walton came on, and he wants to come on first to make it known. He's like, again, Greg Penner's the CEO. We learned that yesterday. He's the new CEO of the Broncos, okay? You know, what? It, what what's Jay-Z, the CEO of? What's up, player? Uh, Rock Nation. That's right. right. Yeah. He's the CEO of the ROC Hove. So he's letting it be known, like, I, I run the show. I run the show. Here's Rob Walton yesterday. I run the show. What? I run the show. I run the show. Exactly. And then he's like, I guess here's my son-in-law, who's I let be CEO. So <laughs> Greg Penner is going to be running the Broncos from a business perspective. And I guess an overall, you know, if, Gray, if, if George Payton was to be fired, it would be by him. However, we also learned yesterday the Broncos are going to be hiring a team president. So Peyton was at camp yesterday, chatting it up, 20 minutes, maybe standing there talking to the, the new owners, photo ops, the whole thing. John Elway was there yesterday, too. People would be thinking, rolling their eyes, thinking John Elway just had that job, kind of. Why would we give him that job? But again, 
John Elway won a Super Bowl for this franchise as a quarterback. He won it as a general manager. Okay, right? Why can't he do it as a team president as well? Hey! You're... So, I'd be fine with John in that role. John is a businessman as well, and he's a football guy. He's a rare combo of two. But uh, I'm not so sure Peyton's going to get that job. That job doesn't seem like the right job for Peyton. While everyone in town is talking about Peyton's a lock for that job, I don't think it happens that way. I don't think Peyton's into that right now. He's got a lot of other things going on. I don't think Peyton would be into that job right now. A job where he's not. He might be a, a decision maker on some football decisions. And he would be George Peyton's boss. But I don't know if Peyton is up for and wants that kind of challenge right now. If he's looking for something more. Because again, he, he'd have to answer to somebody. And then you'd be kind of chopping the legs off of somebody as well. And maybe George Peyton, some of the other guys who are kind of running things right now. So... Those are the things we learned yesterday. So Rob Walton got up there, and he's an old man. And he, you know, kind of sounded a little bit like an old man. And, you know, he, for one, they're not like, I don't know, like Richard Branson has like this long hair, and he's like, looks like you expect every rich guy to look like, okay? Bezos is, man, he's got the shaved head, and now he's all pumped out, he's all steroided out. Got that evil laugh, too. He does. He's got, like, this new wife, and no one's seen or heard from his previous wife in years. No, that's not true. But, like, um, I don't know. Rich guy, super rich guy usually comes in a pretty weird, odd, creepy Elon type of package. Even Mark Cuban dyes his hair now, and it's, like, uh, not the right color. It looks terrible, you know? Um, but they the, the Wallens don't act and come off like... 10th or I'm sorry, it's like 17th, 19th richest people and family in the whole world. I got, I like that. I, I, I think I like that. Okay. Um, I want to talk about Condoleezza and, uh, she just was so good. She was so good, man. For one, she's from here. She, she, she gets it. She talked about the orange crush Broncos. She mentioned Louie Wright, you know, um, she mentioned the Broncos relationship with this city and region, her relationship to the Broncos and, um, she killed it. She crushed. Okay. Uh, Lewis Hamilton was not there. And then, um, who am I missing from the ownership group? Um, Melody Harmon, is that her name? She is, uh, Mel, Mel, did I get that right? Mel, Melody Harmon? Ho Hobson. 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 Okay. And she is, let's see. I'm trying to, I, I want to know all the things that she does. What is she, how has she made this money? How has she become so she's this the, incredible she's the businesswoman? and co-CEO of Aerial Investments and the chairwoman of Starbucks. Oh, wow. And the former chairwoman of DreamWorks, DreamWorks. Animation. Oh, wow. Dang. 
She's like credibly super high profile. She's only 53 years old. Is she the one who was married to Star Wars? Yeah, uh, George Lucas. Why doesn't it say that here? Uh, not sure what you're looking at. It's a, it does say on Wikipedia they married nine years ago. Okay. Interesting. It throws me off a little bit. Well, let's get Bert. Oh, the music means it's DIA Bert. Hey, Bert. Let that breathe for a minute. Let's not breathe for a minute. You heard the man. Yes. Hey, Bert. What's up? Are you? Not much. Are you in line at training camp? Uh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. I got my plastic bag, my glasses. My suntan oil. Whoa. I've got my three jersey on. Listen, you know it. don't ask me to oil you up again, okay? <laughs> I thought she saw me. You know that when I came back to Colorado, you always said you wear too much aqua velva. Well, I again. I was wondering. Because every time I'm in a bar, he says, I know Bert's here because I can smell the aqua velva from here. Yeah, and, well, he, he has such a gentle touch. <laughs> So, I haven't heard from you in a while. I thought you were abducted. No, yeah, down in New Mexico, of course, Roswell. What's going on? Yeah, you got to get the you got to get the kid back. You know, we got to play football. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a nice evil laugh today. Oh well, yeah. You thought your son was big until you seen all those kids, those country, you know, corn-fed players coming out of that mm-hmm. field. You're like, what? Oh, mm-hmm. holy cow. Big mm-hmm. six, six, nine, seven, ten. There's a kid in Texas that's a freshman that is six, eight. He's going to be an offensive lineman. Mm-hmm. you believe that? No. Guess where, uh, uh, who is it? Uh, Eli Manning and uh, uh, Peyton Manning's uh, nephew's going to go to. He's going to go to Texas. Uh-oh, the Boomer Sumers better get ready. I heard that's something right. about that whole that's, thing. Uh, I heard uh, Colbert, son. I heard um <laughs> they're paying fifteen million dollars for him. Archie Manning? Yeah. yeah. And that he it, turned it, down uh twelve from Ole Miss because he didn't want to go play for the bastard Lane Kiffin. Yeah. And um <laughs> well because you know some of the Tennessee stuff and uh pay and all oh, that kind yeah. of stuff, I think. And then um he was also offered by, I think, eleven million by um, Alabama, and chose to go to Texas for fifteen. <laughs> is that cool? Is that what? Well, the, game, the three games we're worried about right now, Danny, are the you ready for the four games? Yes. What? Tell me about it. You're worried about the first game, which is the Seattle. Seahawks, and he's okay. never won. 1-0. Oh. We win that first one, then, then let's hear the rest. San Diego Chargers, because he's never won against San Diego Chargers. He's got two t- two chances at that. The beginning of the season and the end of the season, which is going to be a bear. And, uh, oh, the Christmas game. He has to win the Christmas game. The Los Angeles Rams Christmas game. Wow, it's going to be a hard game, but he's played against those guys a lot of times. Mm-hmm. He's never won against the Los Angeles That's Rams not true. either. That's not true. You think he, they won him? They won him. The see the Russell know. Wilson's been in that division for ten years. Of course, he's beat the Rams. They did not beat the Rams, Danny Williams. <laughs> <laughs> not last year. Look at him. All right. Anyways, 
I've got a $100 bill says that they're going to be at the beginning of the season ready. Yeah. I'm saying 10 and 6 or 11 and or 11 and 11 and 6 or no wait, how's that go 10 and 6 or no, 11 not, and 5? No, there's 17 games. 10 and 6 equals 16. <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait. Carry the two, take, you know, the division and then you got to carry the one and then, yeah. right. 10 and 6 or 11 and 5. <laughs> So do they win eleven games or ten games? Just tell me that. I'm I'm telling you right now. I'm thinking it's going to be ten and six. I have a really good strong feeling it's going to be because the end of the season's really going to be. We're talking diaper pants. We're talking uh, Cardinals, Rams, uh, Kansas City Chiefs there, and San Diego here at the very end of the. Okay, game. two and two. So, it sounds like to me. You just what I what I just heard it sound like two and two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, Bert, we got to go. We're over. We just wanted to get you in because we haven't heard from you in a while. All right. 10 and 6, $100 bill, Danny Williams. All right. Bye. All right. Bye. He had already lose the bet right off the bat because you can't go 10 and 6. Yeah, unless they like forfeited a game or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Does he mean 10, 6, and 1? I think he was confused on the totally. game schedule still. Yeah. 16 or 17 games. I mean, it's hard to do math, you know. Let me get my calculator out. 10. Plus, I'm not a numbers guy, but that doesn't seem to add up. Yeah. We're going to make, make us all look like idiots, Bert. I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. This is uh, Chumba Wumba. Yeah. Turn up a little bit. Let's hear this. This is when they sing about me. Mm-hmm. Yes, we should cut that little part out. Play that. The Danny part? Yeah, it's okay. homework for you. Uh, so let's go to break, come back, continue our conversation. Arenado had a night last night. We'll talk about, we'll talk about that too. It's Molly Sports. The Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Man, Blues Traveler was like it. They were kind of like, uh, they're like, these guys, they're, they're getting huge. They're like a poor man's Grateful Dead. Their fans like loved them. This guy was like 400 pounds and he got all skinny and lost all his talent. And then they sucked after that. But this is a banger, right? Yeah, this is probably their biggest one. Oh, it is. Run yeah, around. Sure. Yeah, they got, they got like one other one. What is it? I'd like to hear what their other one was. Let me see here. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Thanks for being with us. We appreciate the interaction, the participation. Uh, they're here all the time at um, Red Rocks, like still. Hook? Is that is that what it's called? Sure. It seems like it's the uh, second most popular behind this one. Let's play it real quick. Let's play it. Um, while you're doing that, want to... Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like this one better, I think. Because that other one's bigger and you know it, but it also makes them sound kind of like that's their only one. But this is a good song. Yeah. The other one, it's like a, it's very mainstream. You hear it in grocery stores a lot, yeah. I remember, as a kid. This is a good song. Turn up a little bit. It doesn't matter what I do. 
Yes. This is a good one. It gets good, too. No one sounds like this guy. It's pretty good. Yeah. Unique. Yeah. Sure. Then he's got the, uh, the what is it? He's playing at the harmonica. Alright. That's nice. On a throwback Thursday edition of the program. 303-831-1340. The hotline as well as the text line. Watch us at milehighsports.com. Speaking of throwbacks, Arenado, man, goes three for five yesterday, launches a home run, hits the UC health sign. Take that, Denver Broncos as well. And uh, scores two, drives in a couple, and him and Pujols have a, a night. And it was kind of cool, man. I mean, it's Arenado. I, you know, I'm, I'll get over it. It's like I like Carmelo again now. I almost feel sorry for him. I almost wish it could have been different. You know what I mean? We'll look back at the kind of the same thing with Arenado and realize, man, his best years were here with us. He's having a great year. He's hitting 304. He's got about 25 home runs. He's getting up with 100 ribs. And, I mean, it's like, so, <laughs> you know, the Cardinals are competing for something. He wanted exactly what they're doing. And they're competing. They're in the mix. They know what it looks like and feels like and smells like and tastes like. Their fans are true blue. So we went, uh, we, we've, we've been to Cardinals games before. We've been to Cardinals games where JJ goes, why is it all red? Why is there so much red here? And I'm like, that's, that's the brand, bro. They travel. That's kind of who and what they are and kind of what they do. So. Um, you know, he got what he wanted. I don't know if he'll ever win one, but he'll have a lot better chance to do so in St. Louis than he ever would here in Colorado. And that's just kind of the bottom line. That's it. For anyone who's like, he should have stuck it out or he's a front runner or he's trying to chase a ring. Yeah, he grinded for eight years here. Okay? You know, like the, the success they've ever had here was like mythical success. It's like October again. They're a 500 team that won 20 in a row. It wasn't like it, you can't hang your hat on that. It's not sustainable. It's not real. It didn't really translate. It wasn't, you know, that's not who they were before then. It didn't translate to any more real success. After It was cool. I wouldn't trade Rocktober for anything. We went to all the playoff games, saw them roll the Phillies. You know, Jimmy Rollins, who took that MVP away that year. Uh, you know, it was... And they ran into the Red Sox because they were too good. Because they had eight days off. Okay? Eight days off. I think I'm not saying that it would have beat the Red Sox. I'm not saying that. But there is games on Sunday, Major League Baseball games two Sundays ago. Okay? Are you with me? Monday night, the next night was the home run derby. The next night was the all-star game. Guys got Wednesday off, and there were games on Thursday. There was like that's not even an all-star break. It wasn't like Two days before the derby, the game, and two days after these guys get a week off. And now they were right back to work. So what I'm saying, once kind of spring training rolls around and you start grinding, I mean, it's lit, literally straight up baseball from then until the end of the season. Eight days off like that, it was snowing here. It was like they're trying to do like some simulated stuff. You can't, it's like you can't, can't turn it off. 
and then hope to turn it back on again. You know, so that's just what it was. But again, that's the closest they've ever been. And while they were right there, they got pounded by the Red Sox and they have never sniffed even close to the same type of success. Other really high moments in Rockies playoff histories like the playing game was was Matt Holiday safe or not? You know what I mean? It's like, that's it. We're not here to beat the Rockies up. But for anyone who's like wants to dog Arenado, I mean, he did resign the contract. And then they started to kind of go behind his back and start to talk about him moving on. At that point, of course, he was going to be like, get me out of here. And of course, he's going to look like the bad guy. Duh. Right? You with me? So that's it. Don't kill Arenado. I kind of miss him. He was great last night. He's special. He's one of the greatest third basemen in the history of the National Baseball League. Buster. Sorry. Okay, so what what, what do you got? Oh, I was just going to say nobody cared more or worked harder than he did when he was here. And he, he committed everything to a winning to winning. And they just didn't put the talent around him, I don't think. But nobody cared more than he did. He he wanted to win bad. The, they Colorado. never tried to you know add pitching talent here. Never in his tenure did they try to go get starting pitching that uh, mattered. They were hoped to develop the John Grays and the Kyle Freelands of the world. And those guys can be developed, but those guys are third and fourth and fifth starters in a quality rotation. Fourth and fifth, really. Kyle Freeland's like would be the Mets last starter. You know what I mean? Kyle Freeland on a good team would be their last starter. And he's, you know, I know he's what seven and seven. Now is he seven and eight? Did he Yeah, he was seven and seven, but I don't know if he was part of the win two nights ago or lost last night. Anyways. Um Yeah, yeah, he got the loss last night. Okay. So seven and eight. You know, cool. We might win ten games and it's gonna lose you double digit games too. So I, I, you know, in summary. And I saw something that the Cardinals have had a winning record after the All-Star break 14 seasons in a row. Wow. So they're in contention every single year. That's wild. And that's what Nolan wanted. No doubt. No doubt about it. That's a cool team right now. I mean, Pujols back. Goldschmidt's a front runner for MVP maybe, right? They're y- fun. Yachty hanging on. Wainwright hanging on. Um, I mean, Yachty is a top 10 catcher in the history of the game. His credentials are are there. JJ, JJ's here today. He just hit his head on the table. Uh, I felt that. Dang, you all right? All right. Let's set a break up. 303-831-1340, the hotline, as well as the text line. Ooh. Yeah. Turn up a little bit. Nor am I origami. Hold it up and just pretend Demented as the motives in your head Eve six, man, let's go That's a one-hit wonder and it's fine They got nothing else But I'd just like see them open for somebody That'd be cool to see them like play Four songs or three in this one twice And you know, then you're like Play that one again Encore, encore Rendezvous that I'm through with you Okay uh, Danny Williams, I'm at Tweets Danny on Twitter. I'm the star of this show. 
Alex Becker's a young, talented guy trying to make his way, find his way in the game. He runs the show. He runs the show. I run the show. Talented young producer. J.J. Williams is here doing Legos. Hitting his head on the table. No wonder he's a little off. I'm just kidding. Back on their side, it's my life sports. Smile High Morning Show with Danny Williams. Weekday mornings at 9. Chili peppers are kind of cool, I think. You know, they rock. They're rad. Yeah, they are rad. Totally rad. Totally sweet. Okay, 303 831 Totally sweet. <laughs> Good job. You're funny. Um, okay, 9.47 a.m. in the Mile High City. We're live from the studio. There is about, um, it looks like a million people lined up, half Cowboys fans and half Broncos fans, to get into this practice. Stay away. Stay very far away. This is not the day. You had your chance. Sorry, player. Um, yeah, you know, no chance. They're going to be turning tons of people away. Sorry, player. Yeah, come to the game. We don't catch no passes. You come to the game, we just chop guys from behind. When I see his ass in Atlanta... I'm going to beat his ass when I see him. Um, what were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to say, I, I miss that swagger that Tlaib brought. We need, oh, a, we need sure. a guy like that back. Do we have a guy like that on the team, offense or defense? Uh, Jackson's I, close for me, Kareem Jackson, but he's not, he's not hey. quite a keep as, as savage as a keep was. Yeah, Kareem is probably the closest thing to a keep that we have. I'm trying to really think about it. We don't have a dog like that offensively really maybe Javante turns into that guy yeah he just he's not a he seems like a quiet more Jerry Judy's a little guy. too soft for me in the middle I just you know actually Cortland Sutton could go up and kind of do special things we're sleeping on Cortland Sutton I think he's going for 90 catches this year thousand plus yards and a bunch of touchdowns book it he's going to be a great fantasy receiver I think okay um so, let me uh, get back to the owners yesterday. A few things that we, we kind of learned. Uh, Cliss asked, you know, who's going to be in charge? Who's going to make the final decisions? Uh, does this ownership group count as, you know, or would be considered a, a board? Um, and who's, you know... Who has who has the most say and who has the least say? Greg Penner made it very clear that himself, his wife, and Rob, his uh, father-in-law, will make all of the the real big ownership decisions. And while they'll do it, you know, collectively and want to hear from Sir Lewis Hamilton, uh, Dr. Condoleezza Rice, and Melanie or Melody? Melody. Melody Hobson. Um, Skywalker. 
um, it's they don't really have any real true say, okay, or influence in a hiring, a firing, a decision. What are you trying to do, JJ? Okay. But yeah, so I thought that was interesting too because people were like, oh, because Condoleezza was, you know, cut, be cutting players. What's going on around here? So they did, they just kind of made it very clear. They're, they will collectively run the show. Rob Walton's an old man. So if he's, in, you know, doing this for two years, if he's a part of this thing for two or three years, I'd be surprised. But Greg Penner is pretty sharp. Okay. He's kind of the one running Walmart now. I mean, they have their own CEO, but he's super highly, you know, active in all of kind of the things that they do. Slashing prices, employing the elderly, and um, I don't know. Rollbacks? Rollbacks. Yeah. Rollback. That's right. Good one. So, yeah, uh, it was interesting, but Mel- Melody Hobson, she was great, too. I mean, she was what I she she was what I wanted kind of, you know, Penner and Robson to sound like. Her and and Condoleezza were like, man, they 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 tell me what I wanted to hear. They made me believe they cared about it deeply. They were emotional about it, and I really liked it. Penner and Rob were like, yeah, we're here to have a lot of fun. We're like hoping to have a lot of fun. It's gonna be fun. Well, we don't know anything about football. We're going to lean on this and we're going to learn. We're going to it's going to be a lot of fun. And what I referred to yesterday, even before this press conference even happened, was. These guys are so rich that, you know, the only the Broncos is like, this is like a drop in the bucket for them. It's like uh, it's an asset for them. But to equate it to like a real man, it's like his boat or like an RV or something. You know, he has a house and he has a savings. He might have a couple sports cars and a family and this and that and a little gold and silver, but he has oh, a boat or a really fancy uh, sports car or something like that. I think that's what this is for them. They're, you know, they're going to operate in their minds. They might be feeling, you know, the way you feel after like you drafted your fantasy team, had a great night. This is how they're feeling right now. We own this Denver Broncos, man. Sure would be fun to win and like go to Super Bowl and all that. It's like a new shiny toy. I don't, you know, and I guess in my mind, I think I'm trying to figure out if that's a a bad thing. Because I don't think it's a good thing other than they're going to take the Broncos brand to the most extremist of levels. Okay. That's exciting to me. The richest people in the world who own the most, you know, recognizable chain in the world, you know, one of in America, at least, um, are going to, you know, the Broncos are going to be everywhere. And I mean, that's pretty cool. I mean, like the Dallas Mavericks were nothing, nobody franchise before Mark Cuban and Dirk. It was the combination. You got to win. But also Mark Cuban, you know, made them a premier brand. Um. Yeah, that's what I think. Here, this is Melody Hobson from yesterday. Quick okay. quote. The moment is humbling and it's historical. And yet, I feel at home. I like that. 
she said a lot of great things to say. Condoleezza was just as good. And Greg Penner was okay. Rob Walton is not Pat Walton. And no matter what, I'm going to hold that against him probably. But I don't think, you know, Rob Walton was the one who they needed to find a, you know, who's financing this thing. Who's buying it for his daughter in a lot of ways, you know. So he might be acting in though as though and believe he's a big part of this thing. But I'd say this is a complete Greg Penner now production. I thought he deflected the question pretty well when they asked him about a Russell Wilson extension. Yeah, he did Penner? totally. Yeah. I mean, he, they could politic. I mean, that's what they do. Those guys are, you know, um, deflecting and, you know, reverse engineering. And um, they're pros at it. And just, yeah, they just weren't as passionate about owning the Broncos as I would have hoped they would be. Because Pat Bolin, man, like, quit all his other things he was doing to focus on the Broncos, to make the Broncos the best. And these guys have so many other things going on. Like, so, so many things, go other, other things going on that... I, how could they give the Broncos their full attention? That's something I was thinking about. And he, you know, addressed that and said he'll give the job as much time as it needs. Uh, he has people who run Walmart and he has, they have a CEO. He's, he doesn't have to worry about some of that kind of stuff, even though he, you know, has a couple weekly, every week obligations he does with them still. And uh, that's it, man. You know, you know, he, you know, like um, Floyd Mayweather said, you know, it keeps a private jet, okay? So they keeps a private jet, too. So you can get from here to there pretty quick when you're, you know, super rich. But Pat Bowen was here. He cared. He was involved, but not too involved. He set a standard. I don't know if the Broncos will be, ever be able to recapture that again. We'll see. Kind of scary, kind of sad. I'm kind of sad for the Bowen family. I wonder what they're feeling like right now as the you know especially this week as they're seeing all of this play out it's wild and it's probably got to be super heartbreaking for them maybe not for all of them but for the ones who maybe had their you know dad's best interest at heart and understand what their dad did here built here created here for all of them they all 500 million dollars to do whatever they want with okay danny williams alex becker's producing the product you guys, join the conversation. We appreciate you guys. Miley Sports.